Don't you just hate it when someone like litters with their cigarette butts? Or when you're walking somewhere and you need to get there fast and the people in front of you are just so slow? Or when you've got no food in the house because you were too lazy to shop and you take that one tin of cream of chicken soup that you have and the pin falls off and you're just standing there in your dressing gown thinking, why did I let myself get like this? I know I hate those things, but on this episode of the podcast, we're talking about video game gripes, not real life gripes, video game gripes. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right, it's me, it's your host. Uh, and today I'm joined by, of course, I'm Darren Wade, by the way, and today I'm joined by Craig the Critical Nolan. No better person to have on an episode uh, about gripes. And the critical himself. Craig, how are you? How you doing, Darren? Very excited to be here to talk absolute smack about you know, whatever. Games. You know, anything you just mention off the top of your head, I'm just going to shit all over it. Right I can't away. wait. Yeah, yeah. Go. We're, we're <laughs> going to have a great time just shitting on games. We don't usually do that. And, you know, the we, we just had the intro on this week. What do you think of the spooky spooky Halloween game? Oh, well, Give there the was game. just like a three-second pause for me. Was I supposed to hear something? <laughs> <laughs> don't let them in on the secrets of the podcast. Oh, Craig, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I, I heard it there uh, the other day. I thought it was very, very spooky, very yeah, cool, spooky. you know. You know, are you I, are you excited? Are you a are you a Halloween kind of guy? I'm a massive Halloween fan. I dress up every year without fail, and like would be devastated if it didn't happen. So this year will be no exception. And do you have any ideas on on costumeized this year? I'm still finicking around, you know. Okay. But like, if all else failed, because I've been doing it since I was like 17, 18, and um, I have a massive back catalog of <laughs> costumes <The wardrobe> in my <laughs> parents' attic, and they hate me for it. Like you know, so if you go up into my parents' attic, it's just the Christmas decorations, and then all my Halloween gear on the left. <laughs> side like <laughs> taking up half the attic you know yeah 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 um but last year i did um jack skellington from um, very good i remember I yes remember yeah. i was i was awesome oh uh, from that South was Park. Yeah, yeah. a great one, Darren. It was a good yeah. party we were at, all right? Yeah. But like, they're the type of costumes I usually get where I can keep the the the, the masks or the the suits or whatever and use them for something else yeah. if need be. You yeah, know? yeah. So you can get kind of creative that way. What's What's been your favorite uh, dress up? What's been your favorite Halloween costume? Easy when I went as the Witch King of Angmar from Lord of the Rings. Oh man, yeah, nice. Like, I had the proper helmet. Like I'd made it out of paper mache, but it was proper to scale. And I was wearing a black cloak and armor that I'd spray painted kind of black. Yeah. And I just looked like this shadow, you know? <laughs> I had the sword and everything. Like I didn't have a mace, unfortunately. I couldn't get that part. Yeah. <laughs> but like you couldn't even see my face because I wore a black over like full on uh, morph suit. Mm -hmm. So like behind the eyes, behind the mouth was just nothing, you know? And yeah, it just yeah. looked, it looked cool, cool, you know? It was like I was scary. like over seven feet tall because of the helmet, like, you know. And even in the place I was in, I won best costume. That nice. Year. So I was like, okay. Fuck yeah. 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 I'll take that. I'll take that. And just before we get into kind of you know when I ask you what games you're playing, uh, I should 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 note we're starting a new regime for the next couple of weeks on a post show. You know, our, our Patreon post show. Uh, we've all all of us on the podcast have picked a character. Some of the guys never got back to me in time, so I had to pick it for them, and so they're just gonna have to deal with that. <laughs> uh, but we've picked a, a group of our favorite video game characters and a selection of kind of competitive things. And in each one of the episodes of the, the, the post show over the, the coming weeks, we're going to pit all of our favorite characters against each other in each of these scenarios. And we'll do like a battle royale, uh, best character wins. So by the time we're coming up to close to Christmas, Craig, we'll have, you know, arguably the greatest random video game character 
within the podcast of, of those 10 specific <laughs> things <laughs> yeah, right. i can't wait and if you want to find out what that is or what, what it's all about you can hit us up on patreon.com towards us the gift of gaming and for the price of a coffee a month you'll be able to get in on that and listen to those uh, excellent shows i'm sure they'll be excellent you know yeah. we'll, we'll get into it today after after the show um but have you been playing anything uh, scary now that we've hit october are you a scary game guy you're not a scary movie guy i'm not a scary movie guy i don't watch i don't like to watch a movie you know, looking out between my fingers, yep. you know? So for me, it's like, well, why would I pay to see that? You know? <laughs> well, maybe if you weren't such a security cat, Craig. Mainly, but with, <laughs> with video games, it's kind of similar. Like I played Dead Space the first time for like yeah. a half an hour. And then I remember just getting to this like door that required like um, me to like uh, clear the, um, was it when there's like zero gravity, I had to just clear all that shit. Oh. And the door opened in slow motion and yeah. then just a shitload of steam came down and then a spanner dropped through the fucking framework onto the ground. And I just it just scared the shit out of me. The noise it made and the spanner dropping down, I just I was shot myself. <laughs> I, was, I was out of there, you know? So, but I since came back and I cl- completed Dead Space 1 and Dead Space 2 and I loved them. But okay. I was terrified the whole time. most of the time. What game. about the likes of The Last of Us? The Last of Us isn't scary. You don't it's think very that? much an action. Like zombie, yeah, zombie movies aren't usually scary. It's that's more true. just beating the shit out of things. And it's mostly a post-apocalyptic thing. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, even in that new series, like the zombies are in maybe two or three episodes and that's it. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's all about just surviving. Yeah, survival. So, yeah, not really a zombie or a horror guy, but I really get into the buzz of Halloween. In yeah. fact, I never ever dress up as a superhero or a a good guy for Halloween. It's always what I perceive as a villain. But you're quite mm. like, if I was to put anybody, like if I had to say that anybody in this podcast was a villain, you'd be, you'd be my villain. Thank you, Darren. Thing. That's fucking <laughs> awesome. I love that. Yeah. yeah. yeah I definitely want to lean into that a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, everyone's too nice in this day and age. I'm just going to have to hit the gym real hard so I can dress up as Captain America. That's my dream. There you go. Yeah. I'm I mean, you could gonna... always just get the bodysuit and then I, I just don't, you know, I just don't, I'd rather do it the old the old well actually no I mean Captain America didn't do it the old fashioned way he just got like took loads of fucking drugs and <laughs> got really buff like you know so maybe I should just wear the yeah he's a very poor role model yes he know. is yeah yeah <laughs> take steroids kids you know that's who I admire uh, so for today's episode Craig we're gonna look at all of the things that I'm not saying that we love to hate about video games but just yeah. that we maybe just hate about video games or dislike or things that annoy us or bug us that exist in the video game yeah. world. It's a, it's a good opportunity to vent yeah. more so. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want to kick us off uh, with yeah, anything off kick, your list? Because, I mean, I've got, I've got quite... Okay, well, I was expecting you to ask me what I was playing recently. So my first couple of gripes were about what I was playing well, recently because I really wanted to, like, you know... Let's get into that. What are you playing currently? Because, uh, like, as everyone knows, I mean, you're playing it, Colin's yeah. playing it, a bunch of the lads are as well. And I think it's maybe, like, five or six was playing it but it's Baldur's Gate 3 oh yeah and uh, now I'm quite far ahead like that's a call your brother has actually finished the game yeah other than like column like I'm very close to the end and it's just as great as the game is it has some really it's not really annoying yeah. things like you know it's I'm stuff interested that, like, to see I'm interested to see what your yeah. your top one is because I actually have on my list down here I've got like a small little two little notes beside Baldur's Gate 3 that, that have annoyed me uh, and I'm sure, like, we'll, we'll be doing a whole episode on Act 1 of Baldur's Gate 3, and we can get go into it then. Yeah, yeah, but I am yeah. curious as to what... But just a couple of gripes. Yeah, yeah, that yeah just, absolutely. I play it every day, and there's these little things that just waste my time and just cause me annoyance. And one of them is just the item management. Oh, my like, God. It, it, like, something, unless something is in a bag, you can't send it to camp. You have to pick it up and then go into your inventory and send it to camp. And that's really annoying, you know, when, like... Because if you, like, hold the X button to search for a bunch of stuff on a table, you can send them all to camp, no problem. But once something is on the ground or just on its own, 
you just cannot put that away. Yeah. You know, you have to just pick it up and then go into your inventory and then send it on. You know, I'm only I'm only coming to the end of Act One, and being encumbered has been the bane of my yes. playthrough through Act One. So I mean, far. I found the solution to that. Where I was just like giving it stuff to all of my characters. Yeah, you know, and but then so for me, my problem with that is I'm a I'm I'm a little bit OCD. I, I think I have, was. I, I think I'm. I think but I. But eventually, if something wasn't rare, then I just got rid of it. Like yeah. you know, anything that was a common item, I'm like. It's not worth selling. Yeah. So it gets a bit easier. But the annoying thing is one time I spent two hours just putting all my potions in an individual pouch. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, now my main character doesn't look like he has just fucking 200 things in his inventory. Yeah. But the second you go into a shop, it displays everything outside of the bag. Does so, it not put it back into the bag? No. It's it doesn't put it back bag. into it's the bag. It's all outside the bag. So then suddenly I'm like looking for the thing that I want to sell and all my fucking potions are just all over the place. That again. is outrageous. Even so though they're all in the bag. I'm glad you, you told me this. So, so hang on. So when you exit that menu from selling your stuff to this, this guy, does, do the potions then revert back into the, into the pouch that you... I, I guess so, yeah. Okay, well, as long as that... Cause they're I mean, in Jesus. there, but I mean, because it's usually in that situation where I'm at a shop that I want it to be neat so I can see what I need to sell, yeah. you know? That's why I organized yeah. it. The game thinks it's doing me a favor by taking it all out mm -hmm, so to mm -hmm. show it there, but that's not what I wanted, no. you know? And it is it is a monstrous task to try and clean up things. I mean, I played through, I would say, 60% of Act 1 without kind of doing any sort of inventory management. Yeah. And then it got to a point where everybody was quite full of stuff. All my menus were but that's a mess. only going to get like, worse more, as you worse go. And yeah. worse and I mean, worse, I can only like, imagine, you know? like, yeah. you know, with rare items and interesting things or whatever. But, but what I do, thought... Do you find as well that a lot of the, say quests you do you don't know whether or not you're doing a quest or if you're just going into a room and something has happened or you're starting a quest you don't know what part of the quest you're on or yeah. so like, there's so there is there is a way to counter that i found that a, a little bit tricky at the beginning because what i actually did was i just ran i was so excited to be playing the game that i just ran around and like just came across things all the time but you can just open up your journal to look at like specific and it'll tell you how far down a quest line you are and when the mm -hmm. next bit is and if you actually spend a bit of time reading the stuff then you can say okay well i know i need to go over here but on your point and leading into my next point of my gripe with Baldur's gate is the item management i told you the other day we were down in yours playing smash brothers uh, during the week uh, last week and i said to you oh man i had the worst possible time i took my lunch uh, from work and I started uh, I was like you know what so I can have like a really enjoyable playthrough I'm going to manage everything and when you go to camp there's like a the in the first act you're in the open world and the, the camp's actually quite nice it's like by the river and <laughs> like you down, know, by the, the river. down by the river <laughs> as per the song um but there's a little table with loads of stacks of books and I'm in the habit of collecting all the books I don't just read them I collect them I bring them with me and then I leave them in that stack of books so I got all my party members opened all their inventories brought them over individually mm -hmm. emptied the books into the stack of books so it all feels kind of like I've you know I've done this and it's all real and then I went and managed everybody's items equipped what I needed to equip went to the shop in the grove sold all of my stuff uh, came back and then was just picking things put, put on people and, and set my party up for the next big stage and I was just going to save it and uh, turn it off and then when I came on back after work I'd be like okay here we go here's questing uh halfway through all this i've been at it for almost an hour just over an hour and uh, i get uh, an error message on my playstation 5 that Baldur's gate has uh, accidentally shut down and you have to send a video message you said all that kind of Larian stuff Studios. whatever and that's happened to me i'd say 
eight times. So it's happened playthrough. to me now three. So we, and I think it was a, it only started happening once it, and they'd done an update, and it's only been happening to me since they've done that update. So I wonder have they caused a bug by fixing a bug or whatever it might be because it wasn't mm. doing that for me originally, but. Mine's pretty consistent across my playthrough. Yeah, so just every couple of hours, I'm <laughs> every in life, like you know? six hours, I'd say I get one. So of those. there's so my my that leads onto my next gripe is the fucking auto save for the amount it's of stuff woeful. that you have to do in yeah. that game and for how much risk is involved in that game in terms of like at any point in time you'd be getting into yourself into a battle or a fight yeah. that can kill you. Yeah. At any point, if you're not just prepared, sure, if you were you sleeping can just, on the job. You can just be running back from a quest and see something and run over to pick it up, but at the very last second you realize it was red and you pressed X and you anyway. It. And rather than the villagers being like, oh, you've been cut, sometimes you just have to get into a fight, fight. or yeah, go yeah. to jail, you know? And you're like, and so then suddenly everyone in this whole area is going to attack me. And you're like, I'll, and I'll like just every load. Every quest is now finished yeah. in this area. I'm just going to load it up again and play it. And then you check your, your saves and you hadn't saved in fucking two hours because yeah. the autosave just has it. Like, that game needs to be autosaving every, like, goddamn like half an hour even even more frequent than i think that. it should be every 10 minutes just an auto save just just and um, there should be like five to ten that's just a, a buffer like an, an auto save yeah. you know type of thing absolutely then you can just load them up because i constantly run out of savings uh, yeah. thing and i have to go back and delete them all you know yeah. so I, that's like a hundred because i'm always just quick and hitting quick save yeah and quick save because at any point like the game could hit an error and then you could go back and yeah. lose hours and like i was s- telling you already that i lost over oh, 20 hours man. of gameplay because yeah. but that wasn't I mean that wasn't the, you you error. just deleted your files <laughs> that was, it was just some PlayStation error that the, the sync with the cloud files but yeah I won't mention that because it's not their fault yeah 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 I'm still devastated honestly. man yeah what a, and like it is such a fantastic game obviously going to be up there for me I mean uh, I mean yeah we're talking gripes on griping but I still think it's, it's a fantastic game. but yes it has its problem yeah. so for me it's not a, it, it isn't a game that's going to get 100 out of 100 for no. me because it's got like people are going oh could this be the year where Baldur's Gate actually conquers Zelda not a fucking chance you don't think so not a chance in hell darren because zelda is a absolute masterpiece that is fully crafted within its own world and has yeah. no errors like this yeah, there's yeah. not one glitch in a hundred <laughs> that's like what Baldur's gate 3 had they took yeah, six yeah. years they did their time and yeah, they yeah. got it right you know granted you can do more things in Baldur's gate 3 but there's more they're masters of nothing you know like you can encounter a dialogue glitch just from talking to a guy yeah, slightly yeah, late yeah. or something like you know it's just well watch the space choppy, game, because I'm, the place. I'm confident that because in the year that the previous zelda one was when horizon zero dawn came out which was mm-hmm. my game of the year that year um but i knew i knew that game didn't stand a fucking hope yeah. in hell of being i would zelda. i would say nothing stands a chance this you don't year think so? So no, definitely not a game with this amount of flaws i think yeah. i think Baldur's gate is the only thing that i th- that i think will will be in in has any hope of taking zelda down like final fantasy 16 well, I mean, no chance all year. that kind of yeah, stuff yeah. you know um but yeah so yeah yeah there's Baldur's gate 3 i mean any more gripes on, on Baldur's gate 3 just that I, I find that like a lot of the quests could be just ruined by one simple dialogue choice going yeah. wrong. And then you don't know if that was the right choice or the wrong choice, the good or bad ending type mm-hmm. of thing, because it's just shut down. Instantly. Do you not love that about the game? No, I, I hate it because I feel like <laughs> the, the game has the game has one outcome in mind. And if you don't yeah. do that outcome, you're getting shortchanged. Yeah, okay. you know, because yeah. usually stuff is ending before because a lot of these quests have like second parts to them like later on in the game and if you don't get it right then you don't have access to that content so it's blocked off i think it's 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 an attempt to i mean because there's so much in the game that i would have done so far and i've like been really kind of conscientious of 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 looking at everything and trying to do everything in act one mm. but i know that a second playthrough would be very very different if i pick a different character yeah. if i choose to just like you know my character right now is kind of just leaning towards the 
the the neutral good. But I, if I wanted to play a character who was a bit more chaotic, I know the game would be totally different. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Really like fine. I mean, it's it's interesting because I had you know people were telling me that Halson, who's like a druid you come across in Act One, is potentially a party member later on in the game. And when I found that out, I was devastated because. I met him in the Goblin Camp in Act 1. I was uh, trying my best to help him out. I convinced him to, to stay with me and turn into a bear and mm-hmm. fight with me. And he got murked real hard. And I Right there r- and then? Like, in the, like, I was going through the Goblin Camp fighting yeah. people. And, and it's cool that that stuff can happen. But you've just, with that decision, you've lost five hours of content. Yeah, you know, Halston's gone. So you know, when without I, knowing, without yeah. having a guide. But the like, thing, I don't want to have a guide. But the I want it to be a cool experience. The part that I do find interesting about that, like, and I, I, I think this is where we differ because you and me play like Fire Emblem games quite differently, is that if you had a character die on you, you'd probably... Yeah, you, you would play it in the mode where the character doesn't die, right? You play it in... I would, but I would play it on the harder difficulty to compensate. True, absolutely. <laughs> Whereas I would play it in a thing if a character dies, they die. It's based off, you know, if I have a, a bad strategy and I lose one of my favorite characters, that's, you know, that's because I had a bad strategy. And I do enjoy playing games like that. I am enjoying, like, there were, I was so close to resetting Baldur's Gate after that whole... The Goblin Camp for me was an absolute fiasco. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Start to finish was, was horrible. But it was funny. I think back at it, I'm like, oh, Halston's dead. I won't have a Druid there. And I went back to the Grove. There was all these different um, dialogue things because your one had taken over and Halston never came back. And I was, this is, this is fun. You know, I was like, yeah. it's not exactly what I wanted to happen, but it's still an interesting way to play a game that you're like, well, they, they, they ha- it's not as if there's nothing. There's yeah. just a totally different uh, path to take. In that situation, I'd be the type to go what could i have done differently and then yeah. i look at youtube videos and then i'm wasting an hour doing that only okay, to, get yeah, yeah. to then be like all right now i'll do this instead and i'm like i don't want to play games like that i want to just go ahead and do whatever but i feel the game is punishing you more often than rewarding you for something Fair. like if you play the witcher tree if you do the extra in investigation you got that extra dialogue option that you knew was the right answer that would advance the quest that little bit more mm-hmm. and find out oh actually the woman was the bad guy and not the werewolf he was just misunderstood yeah whereas if you do the quest normally you kill the werewolf but you know you do the extra you know investigations and you realize it's different this has just too many shit going on in so many different so directions many, that you don't know what's what like the, you the, know? the, the branches are outrageous yeah. uh, but it is it's it's an interesting game i'm excited to see i can't wait for i think what we're going to do hopefully if everybody's about yeah. we're hoping to have like a little meetup watch the the game awards see who wins game of the year and i think you know I think Baldur's Gate could potentially surprise us. I think if if I had if, if someone said to me, Darren, if you have to put money on it, who you put money on it? I think Zelda, of course. But I would oh, after Gripes and like, all, I think Baldur's Gate. I know Gate's the idea is cheer for the underdog, but it wasn't as good a game. But so. I don't. So this is, and now I didn't play Zelda, so I <laughs> can't. like they're in the competition. Yeah, like yeah, The games yeah. are finished. So Baldur's Gate Three either was better or it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And for me, it wasn't. But that's you know? good. I mean, that's good to know. Yeah, and I didn't play Zelda, so I can't. I can't. Or I can't isn't speak. Is, yeah. is, is the correct term, like you know? But I, I'm getting probably more enjoyment out of Baldur's Gate Three than I did out of Zelda. Mm-hmm. So in a way, does that make it the better game? But I'm way more frustrated with Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, I, I can understand. I, it was nothing that. but bliss playing Zelda, you know? And it's interesting because talking to, because uh, I guess we're, you know, it's a gripe episode, might as well keep griping. Um, but talking to Chris, and it's funny because people have different mentalities when they play games. That, that was going to be my first gripe going, leading in. So as soon as that's done, we should paraphrase into the next. Yeah little okay like, because segue sorry because my my thing is that chris was his challenge to play the game and he he stopped playing it was because he was so interested in what all the other options were was yeah. that he was never really satisfied and kept restarting with a new character and then just kind of played the first couple hours to death and was done with the game yeah. and i would say that's been the experience for a lot of people i'm glad in a way then that we 
had kind of a bit of an issue with the multiplayer and that so many of us wanted to play that we had to keep fucking new gaming it all the time. Mm -hmm. So we've kind of had that experience without meaning to. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like I have. I've had like four characters already and I only wanted the one. Yeah. You know? yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah. I've played so many because anytime yeah. people want to play, it's like, oh shit, you, got, you weren't to my party it, it, You know, so there's, there's definitely things that could be done better. One of the things I love is that if you had rather than having like story slots, you had character slots. So you had this character who, let's say I finished, finished the game with him or I, and I loved him or I was halfway through the game and, and a few of my mates were like, hey, let's, let's start a new game. And I just want to still want to play as my character because I love him so much, but it'll just put me in at level one, two or three or whatever else and just like sink me to, to the level rather exactly. than having to create another character and start a new game each and every time. Because it's definitely possible because everyone, like I never use Gale ever but yeah. the second i switched to him for a quest he was just instant the level that yeah. all my characters were so they already have that mechanic absolutely you know so i'm just i don't see why they couldn't have done that i guess there's there's very few people probably around the world who have that setup that we have that we have like seven or eight friends who all, all live locally and all yeah. want to play the game together yeah. so we should consider it like an absolute perk that we just have this group of lads like that who are just so so keen on games yeah well i guess um i'll i'll if you don't mind i'll go into one of my gripes which might surprise you craig with this game the game i'm about to gripe on um okay, okay. is uh, kingdom hearts 3 <laughs> would you believe that does not shock me in the slightest i have start. a gripe about this game so you should I have gripes with everything about that game based especially on its storytelling and well, the, the gripe—the gripe is the, my gripe—is the storytelling. Okay, thank you. So, as as anybody who's listened to this podcast would know, I'm a big narrative fan. I play—I mostly just play video games for the narrative. I'm big into the story. I'm so similar. Yeah, and Kingdom Hearts three—I waited fucking, I don't know, like sixteen years for that game to come out, possibly more, probably more, <laughs> um, for this game to come out. And in classic Nomura style, being the absolute psycho that he is took it upon himself and this is this is my interpretation of what happened with Kingdom Hearts 3 took it upon himself to say you know what I'm going to flex my muscles here and I'm going to I'm going to hit up Pixar I got Disney you know I have Disney I've got Disney in the palm of my hand we've had loads of Disney games I'm going to go Pixar and Toy Story is going to be in this game and Monsters Inc. is going to be in this game and people's favorite Pixar movies are going to be in this game but for each world that you travel to the story will not move forward <laughs> and I owe it and it's so sad because I'd played every Kingdom Hearts game up to this point, and I knew that there were three, what I thought were very interesting, I mean convoluted, yes, but interesting arcs that needed to be solved. So okay. you've got the Sora... But generally the Disney uh, worlds were very traditional to the story of the movie that they're based on. But they... they absolutely, but they had integrated the Kingdom Hearts stuff into it a little bit better than Kingdom Hearts 3. Kingdom Hearts 3 was okay. just like, you're here... You're just doing like I was just on doors yeah, chasing yeah, fucking yeah. thingy with Sully and Mike through Monsters yeah. Inc. There, I, I get what you mean. And there yeah. was no, you know, whereas at like least it didn't in, have like a, a group of the villains gathered around the table, being like, "Hmm, we need to control yeah, the heart." There was, there was, Earth. there was none of that. Yeah. And I think because Kingdom Hearts One had that with yeah. the Disney villains gathered round and Malefic Maleficent was their leader. And, and Kingdom like, Hearts, cool. Kingdom Hearts Two had like you right. Kingdom Hearts Two leaned into a little bit more of the playing the story of the things, but in Kingdom Hearts Two, each world had its own member of Organization Thirteen, kind of pulling the strings in it mm -hmm. so in each world you had an encounter but in this one i think in, to in the toy story world there was a cool moment where you had a, a good bit of like narrative uh, you know drop and um, but it was just kind of show that woody was really cool as a character just in general which we all knew but i played through that game and i was waiting because i played through all of these the, you know it, it, there's like the but the, the darkness seeker arc or whatever is was what this the optic in 3 is called and you're waiting to find out what happened to 
um, the three main heroes, Sora, Riku, and Kairi. Mm-hmm. You're waiting to find out what happened to the organiz- you know, the organization crew, Shion, Axel, and, and um, Roxas. And then you're waiting to find out what happened to the, the OG master crew, um, Ventus, Terra, and Aqua. Mm-hmm. So there's all these things that need to be resolved. And I'm playing like, I'm 40 hours into this game and nothing has been resolved. Nothing has even been, has begun to resolve. And I'm like, where are all these characters? Mm-hmm. Like I even played like a two point, like Kingdom Hearts 2.8 fucking stupid title in the thing, trying to find out what the fuck happened to Aqua, thinking that that was going to lead me right into Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. She doesn't appear until the fucking end of the game. None of them yeah. appear until the end of the game. You go to this world, the Keyblade graveyard, where there was an old Keyblade war and they dump everything on you in the last two hours and it's you know they've had this whole game to kind of try and tell me the story and they rush it right at the end they just rush the whole thing and none of it is as satisfying as i wanted it to be because i waited for so long for that game and i was so excited it's because their priorities are just so different he just wants the gameplay he wants the worlds and he wants just cool things within that world and don't get me wrong there are i mean like I, I still really enjoyed the game, but I, I just could not believe that I was getting as much story at the end in such a short space of time compared to I, I played this game for 35 hours and literally nothing, nothing. I mean, it was cool. I was I was a monster in Monsters, Inc. world and I was a toy in Toy Story world, but like nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> There's my Kingdom Hearts gripe, you know, favorite game series of all time, but it's definitely got its problems. Yeah. I can understand that. It's because it's something you're passionate about, and you know you have to mention Sora in Sora in every episode. So I've been no lacking. You'd have to just throw the last it in couple of weeks. Right I've been I've, I haven't really thrown them up uh, lately, so I figured. But look I how aware you are of that fact. Yeah, so you're like, can I get mentioned in two weeks? I'm starting to get a little shaky. <laughs> so what's your what's your next gripe, Greg? Um, okay, so we got Baldur's Great Baldur's Gate Three. The unfair quest lines was kind of my first thing, but now I I guess just padding in video games okay. it was something that i never knew existed until i played assassin's creed the first one and then i think it maybe ubisoft just invented padding in video games <laughs> or something because from then on everyone ubisoft. did it and it just became so apparent of what they were doing so, you know it was this open world thing where they're like yep. okay we have five five uh, side quests now let's put one of them there one of them there one of them there one of them there okay but we need more so let's have the same five, but now in different locations. And let's do another five, but in different locations. You know, so you've about five activities just repeated six or seven times throughout the map, you know, and that's just filling up your world map with yeah. with stuff you've just done, you know, pickpocketed, just follow the guy walking behind, listening to his conversation, you know, just intercepting a note or something like sometimes they're just so bland and so uninteresting that yeah. I'm just like, why who did this? Like what is the purpose? And it, it, there's none other than just padding out the game, like you know, and would wasting you, your time. Would, can you think of a game worse than Assassin's Creed One for padding, or does no? I think that it was like the first and worst case, okay. of it, just because that game had very little in the way of content. Mm-hmm. You know, like you could assassin people in the back or in the neck, and then yeah. that's pretty much all you could do. Or you could throw a knife from a distance. You couldn't poison them. You couldn't throw any coins on the ground. You didn't have yeah. your assassins with you. Like it was very bare bones. They, mm-hmm. they spent most of their money on the marketing, I think, because those cutscenes were awesome. Parkour. Yeah. And parkour was parkour, parkour was really really yeah. popular at the time. So. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was into that. I mean, don't get yeah. me wrong; you can run up walls, but I mean, it got old quick. Have but you? Can you think of a game you played more recently that suffers from padding? Uh, I think nearly every open world game now since yeah. ha- has the padding. Like even like one of my favorite games there recently was FF Seven Remake. Oh but yeah, even like you cannot, I was afraid to bring it up in case I, I insulted you. But I yes. always like FF Sixteen had it too, but I just feel like whenever they've put a lot of effort into say an environment or a specific hallway. 
they will make you go back there oh, yeah. at least once. There's, you know, a, and like you'll never just go through a place and never and be done with it because they'll be like, no, it took us fucking a month to design that yeah. little, little and corridor, Final, Fan- you know? Final Fantasy games are are so so bad at it that I I'd open the map sometimes, especially on Final Fantasy 16. I'd open the map sometimes and just and see just an see area. That circle and I'm like, thing, oh, this narrow gonna, walkway yeah. and then a little circle. They're gonna area. make me come back here and I'm gonna have to do something stupid. But like in fairness, in, in 16, I thought the start of the side quests were padded terribly. But as the game went on, they got better. But Final Fantasy 7 remake had some. Like I mean, fucking finding the cats in the slums. That was, was very, like a, the very first quest. Yeah, like, but even like the a, Witcher Tree's first quest was find the frying pan. Yeah, like, you get one <laughs> and if you do it as the first one, you know. And after that, you better yeah, fucking yeah. put in some good shit. Yeah, yeah, game padding, absolutely, man. And I guess it's the problem because you want to make the world, especially if it's a big open world, you want to make it feel lived in. Mm-hmm. You want to make it feel like there's things there, and there's only so many ideas. I guess a group of however many people can come up with. But yeah. Jesus but it, Christ, it, it's fine if you like because in Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, there's this. Guy guy who basically has a sign and the idea is the sign is going to fall down unless you like stick a bunch of stuff up to stop the sign from falling okay. and like each sign is slightly different but it's the same quest every time like you yeah. know but he just gives you 20 rubies if you help him and then he just fucks off to the next place like but there's absolutely no reason to keep doing it other mm-hmm. than just kind of enjoying the, the act of like yeah, setting yeah. up a new wall to try because his sign changes each time and it could be on a cliff or it could be over a wall or like it could be held up in different ways. So the type of items you need to, to keep it hoisted up change each time. But you do have that, that same quest about 50 times, you know? Yeah. But because there's so much in Zelda, I wouldn't even put that as a gripe. It's just very funny to think that this guy is in every part of the world holding up this sign. sign. And get, like, it's the almost like, absolutely uh, wrecked, it's like your man with the cabbages in avatar do you know what exactly, i mean it's like there's like yeah. just a, re- a repeat character as opposed to padding but just for fun like because they could totally take him out and it wouldn't matter in the yeah. slightest you know? it's interesting because you know final fantasy 7 remake versus final fantasy 7 the original final fantasy 7 the original didn't i mean would you consider that game having padding or is it no is, padding no padding because it, it is because it, it's just a to b like cre- yeah. quest um what's the term side quest didn't exist yeah 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 because it is it's, I was about to say it's, it's a modern game issue yeah. isn't it because it's like this idea that we build this world and people are crying for content so we've yeah. got to make up all this you gotta random have an open shit. world but just kind of but, filler stuff that's yeah never but like, as good but know? to be honest i'd fucking i'd rather like that mission with the cats in seven remake where you got to go find this girl's three cats like yeah. just don't fucking don't put that in there i don't need that nobody wants yeah. that i'll walk around the slums well, if i want it to it sucks for those fools and i consider a lot of our own friends in that category because like in order to platinum that game you had to get three different dresses i'm currently and the working only way on to that get all three dresses is to do that chapter yeah. three times yeah. which means you're gonna have to do that cat, cat quest three times, three times yeah. so i say you're an idiot darren <laughs> <laughs> but it's my ocd like they are just giving you nothing it's my ocd yeah, i know content. i know i know it's my ocd completionist there's certain games that i would be and it's a pity one of them that i would have loved to have been a completionist on but the the, the platinum is just too fucking ridiculous is red dead redemption 2 there's certain games that i love so much that i i, I want to get the platinum, like it's a personal thing. Remake's one of them. Like it's got a lot of, it's got some padding. But remake, I think, is I don't care. You know, even though I play it to death and I know I'm excellent at the game, that's yeah. good enough for me. Well, you, you, I'll have a platinum and you won't, Craig. And let's that'll see only mean something then. to you. Whereas <laughs> I will see your platinum as a big fuck you from Square directly to you. You wasted yeah. your time here, Darren. Now listen, man, I'm gonna take my platinum. I'm gonna do what I want. I'm gonna get those three dresses and I'm gonna look fancy. Um, okay, so what was padding. the gripe you had? 
Oh God, uh, this this is a big one. This is this is this is a because um, yeah, chances are we have this the same stuff. I have one big one that I would talk to in length, so we could. Well, my this. one is, and I'm going to direct it at FIFA in particular, but it's this year on year, um, like FIFA 2022 to FIFA 2023. It's a full game. It's a full price, and nothing has changed except the real life situation where players are bought and sold and yeah. managers come and go i didn't think of that one but that is genius it's yes. awful and it's, it's all money yeah. and like i played and, it, and it's funny i my most played game for a long time on the playstation was fifa 13 from years ago when i was in college i played a lot of fifa 13 and i held onto it for years and all i did was there was an option to where you could move players and uh, move teams around in leagues and i would just have a little gander at the premier league you know leading up to the next year and i'd i'd um manually move players around to teams whatever else and then start the season because i was like the two hours it's taken me to do this is more worth than paying 60 to 70 euro to get the next iteration that's going to do this for me and maybe look slightly better but for the most part be the same game because with fifa it took every like three or four years for there to be a, a big iteration that changed a lot should it be like fifa I can't remember if it was 2020 or 2021 was the first FIFA to kind of have a story mode. Do you know what I mean? Where you play it as a, a character who was, you know, becoming a successful footballer. And for the five FIFAs before that, nothing really had... Ch I mean, the gameplay was like, you know, tweaked here and there. But it's essentially the same fucking game. And the problem is, is that there's people who want to play with their mates and uh, let's go. And, <laughs> and, and they're gonna, their mates are going to buy the game, so they got to buy the game. And everyone's just fucking buying FIFA and give loads of money to EA, the greatest company in the fucking world. And I just... And I had the saddest thing. It was like, so Darren, do you want to play FIFA? It's like, oh, I'm playing an iteration from six years ago, guys. You have fun, like my FIFA 13 battered box. Do you know what I mean? But like, I hate it. And I think it's one of those things where it's just, it is almost pure greed. And one of the things I'd prefer that they did is if they made a game every like four or five years, maybe, okay. and had good upgrades. And in each year in between that, when it came to the new season, release paid DLC for like 20 quid. Where mm -hmm. it's like, hey, we've updated all the all the teams, and blah blah blah, and we've updated like tweaks and this and bugs and this whatever has improved the game, and like pay DLC for fifteen or twenty quid and say, instead of seventy euro or whatever, and say here is your updated iteration of 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 FIFA or or EAFC, whatever it's called. The yeah. only way something like that can happen is if there's more football games made, there's more competition. Absolutely, you yeah. know. Because then you wouldn't be getting a, a new FIFA every year. You'd be like, yeah, okay, but they have the same modes each time. They yeah. all play this that has X and training modes, manager modes, you know, all this type of stuff. And they have all the licenses. So any other game, it's like the whole Pez FIFA thing where you were playing as, you know, Manchester United or whatever but else. is that not had. fine? I wouldn't care in the slightest. And it's funny. I didn't think I'd care, but I do care. Oh, I, you do? I, I, I remember playing, because uh, Pez, one of the Pez games came up free on uh, the PlayStation Plus, or your, you know, your PlayStation Plus years ago. It was one of the monthly games and I played yeah. it. And I was like, none of these people are real. <laughs> so it really bothered me. But yeah, and I, and I guess that's, that's my fault because if it didn't bother you, you can play these games that are yeah, equally yeah. as good gameplay wise but just have different names uh, yeah but i yeah i suffer with that so that's and i think you know it's the same for like madden the pga tour games sports games in general ea sports games are uh i think an absolute disease on the industry in terms of what it's doing to, con to the consumers to say hey you have to buy the next iteration it's going to cost you this amount of money and we know you're going to pay it because all your mates are going to be playing it um, so at least with like the Call of Duty's, these other kind of yearly games that are coming out, like sometimes maps change, they're bringing out like these, you know, the battle passes, things change when you're playing the game, there's a bit more to do. They release FIFA and it's just the same fucking thing as you're just playing a football match for five minutes a half each side. Yeah. That's all you ever fucking do. Like, and I'm a sucker because I put like 500 hours into FIFA 13, so I was one of those suckers for a long time, you know, but yeah, man, those yearly 
fucking sports games, EA sports games in particular. I'm I just accept EA. them for what they are, just money grabs. Yeah. And like based on how it works, I'm like, there's no way they would change anything. So I just, I wouldn't even consider it's that a It's too good a business model. Yeah, it's, like, you know? it's too much money. Like, as you said, if they made one every five years, that means they're earning five times less money. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. But I was saying, yeah, that's the thing is, you know, to me, it makes like, a lot of sense. That is insane. To EA, to it doesn't make any sense. But I was thinking, like, if you did it every, you know, three, four, five years, whatever else, and you had all these big updates, or, you know, and, and the game would, like, you know, you buy FIFA fucking 2025, and it's amazing, or EAFC 2025, and it's a fucking amazing. And then for the next two or three years, come September, August, when all the transfers are done, you pay fucking 15 quid for DLC but of course not going to do that because it's 15 quid instead of fucking 50 or 70 or whatever yeah yeah Yeah, the perfect football game is possible but we'll never we'll never have it yeah yeah. it's probably been thought of loads of times and then they like slap the guy in the head who thought of it and told him to throw it out (laughs) stop being a waste never bring that never bring that to the table like uh, you got you got anything else you want to gripe about, Craig? Uh, one I forgot to to mention while we were on the subject of Baldur's Gate Three, and you mentioned how Chris was was struggling through it, and I thought it was unfair difficulty in games. Yes. You know? Okay. Yeah. Like, and a lot of people will consider me sacrilegious for even saying this, but I've never given a shit about those. Uh, um, Bloodborne games or what? What? Sorry, Elden uh, Ring and what was the, the original series? Uh, the Souls series. The, the Dark Souls yeah. series. So if I go, if I'm spending 20 minutes, and remember we're saying Baldur's Gate Three, you know, you're doing a lot of stuff, and like it took you ages, and there was no save point, yeah. and then it resets. Sometimes, like I have to take a couple of days off a game if something like that happens, just because it was so frustrating, and I don't want to do it again because it was work for me, you know. Yeah. But that is a game where you, no matter how good you are, the game is designed that it will fuck you at a moment's notice just so you have to repeat what you just did. Yeah. So I, it's padding, but deliberate <laughs> because they're purposefully killing you so that you have to just repeat the same area again. Mm-hmm. And I think that's almost worse, you know? Wow, okay. Like yeah, yeah. You, you go through an area and some people will be like, oh, look, a guy was just hiding behind the doorway. Yeah, like how would I have known he'd be there? And the answer is you couldn't and you had to die there. Yeah. Like the first time you just had to die. And some people go, oh, wasn't that exciting? I can't wait to do that again. I would turn off the game and I would need to take a break. And I'd just be like, I haven't saved in half an hour. You know, it took me ages to get to that guy and the game punished me for it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I already hate the developers. Like I'm at war with them now, you know? Yeah. So I just don't play those type of games and like those type of scenarios really really bother me fair, you know, man, to the yeah, point where i'm fair. like i'm not playing that because i know what that is that's padding without the extra well, content it's padding that can it's kill padding me. <laughs> with no extra content it's just yeah. no they want you to fucking do it over and over again until you hate yourself i'm trying you know? to think yeah because the, the the souls games the all those ones uh um no they, i i, I those are great games. I get it. You know, there's some great bosses, some great combat. Even though I think the combat but there's, sucks. There's, there, but there's people out there. It's interesting because it would be a gripe for me where you come across a dude that's just too. Elden Ring is a game that I don't think I'd enjoy for the. I wouldn't p- enjoy that at all. No, because it's and it's it's, it's, a, it's a thing where you go to certain areas that if you just go to, you just no one tells you. Yeah, and I'm not like I'm not a person who needs his handheld playing a game, but I play a game to sit down and enjoy myself. So if I spent fucking like an hour and a half wandering around a world map trying to find out where I have to go next, and everywhere I go things are fucking twenty levels higher than me and they just they could just whoop me i, I don't even know I, I walk into a fight and i get whooped because it's like well i shouldn't be here i'm like i am i am literally wa- i'm just wasting my time i'm yeah. just wasting my time and it's mad because i watch those games and i'm looking at like gameplay videos expecting like some fucking epic combat with final fantasy 16 with all these flashy 
combos, but it's just Never a fucking really barrel roll and then a slash yeah. and then a barrel roll there was away a great <laughs> and then injecting yourself with health potion. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much it. There was know? a great, um, I saw a video, it was from Comic-Con in San Francisco years ago, years and years ago, and some guy had dressed up as... Um, the dude from the Souls game with the Bloodborne game. I can't remember which one it was and all he did was in this full medieval gear medieval gear with a sword and shield he'd walk up to people and he'd just roll on the ground around them that's <laughs> like, all he did that for me is insulting the game you <laughs> <You're> know <right. laughs> like I would do that to take the piss like, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's the game um, I got a I got another good gripe here another kind of overarching gripe as opposed to going for particular video games uh, and this one is backwards compatibility and just the idea that we've gone through the PlayStation 3 to PlayStation 4 iteration was probably the worst in my living memory because I mean I can play my PS4 games on my PS5 so it's gotten better but there was a time Craig where both Microsoft and uh, Sony were saying hey we're going to make it so that like your games get shipped the moment they're put into your PlayStation or your Xbox so you won't be able to share them with your mates Mm -hmm. the used game um, market is just going to be it's going to be fucked up but even now with these games I own from and, I, and I'm not talking about like Nintendo games or, or anything like that because it's, it's they're the worst for it to see you now. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, yeah, well, no, Nintendo absolutely. But like in terms of when I think of um, hardware, like looking at like the Super Nintendo's, Nintendo's, the Nintendo 64, okay. um, all of them are cartridge based and things like that. So I guess I understand how they don't, they can't uh, be converted over to like me playing the the Switch, but. My PlayStation One games that I still have in my home, some of them that I love, my PlayStation Two games, and I'm a I'm a I'm a good retro game player. I love going back to certain games. Yeah, PlayStation yeah. One games, PlayStation Two games. I got loads, of fucking tons of PlayStation Two games, excellent PlayStation Two games, and then PS Three games, and I can't play any of them on my current console. And I'm looking across the board, and I remember there was a whole, and we, you know, I'd love to do an episode on it sometime. There's a whole thing about how the development of the PlayStation Three came about and how they just fucked it up, and it was impossible for them to like. Yeah, it's only PlayStation Three Blu-ray disc things that can play on this, and they'll never play on anything else. We fucked this up, our um, bad. Like yeah. you know, but like the idea that I've got a PS Five and I can't just stick a PlayStation Two disc in there and play that game, it just doesn't make any sense it's, to it's me. Certainly odd, yeah. Like I mean, I can I can get a fucking DVD from nineteen ninety whatever and plug it in, put it into my DVD player. Never, no, it's not scratched or fucked up. I can mm-hmm. put it into my DVD player today and still watch the movie. Yeah, I bought that game once. It's like I would have loved to have been able to just take my P- PlayStation Two version of San Andreas and put it into my PlayStation 4 or 5 and just play the fucking game instead of having to pay Rockstar for a cheap old remaster that was costing me fucking 30 quid to get. I was like, I have the game. Mm-hmm. Just let I bought this from you already. Sony, Microsoft, whoever. Just let me, like, it's a disc. It's in a disc drive. <laughs> let me play the fucking game. I have it right here. So I, I to me, that's always been... Oh, something that's really bothered me that I have this drawer full of these excellent games. And I still have my PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2, and I still take care of them. Yep. And there is a part of me that enjoys the the process of, like, taking out my PS2 and dusting it off and plugging in and whatever else. But another part of me is, like, I would just like the luxury of just wirelessly turning on my PlayStation 5 and saying, I feel like a Jack and Daxter that I didn't have to pay for again, mm. you know? I'm just sitting down and playing an old game. That's That's pretty good. And it kind of leads on to, like, my gripe, which is, like, the second part of your gripe. And mm-hmm. it is like the fact that we have all of these uh, re-releases and remasters. Oh yeah, uh, and they're they're coming up like crazy. Oh, and man. like you said, we should just be able to play the old package. I'm fine with the not having the old package because like 
games that were made 20 years ago are generally not good now. Janky, like, you know, yeah, yeah. We generally make improvements to games. Like, the Zelda games have gotten better, you know. The FIFA games, not the case. But, I mean, most games, they try to develop. They try <laughs> yeah. to make things better, especially yeah. in a series. Like, yeah. you know, like The Witcher 1 compared to The Witcher 3, that's completely unplayable now. Yeah. You can throw oh, yeah. The Witcher 1 away. It does. It just shouldn't exist. It's rubbish. <laughs> Witcher 3 shits all over it. The same way Assassin's Creed Black Flag shits all over Assassin's Creed 1 that's one of my favorite games of all time and yet I take every opportunity to dump all over Assassin's Creed 1 any chance I yeah. get like, you, <laughs> you know? do even you though really Black do. Flag would, is one of my would, favorite uh, games you and Colm were here for an episode one time and the, you just uh, shat so much on, on Assassin's Creed 1 it's, and, it's only yeah. because it came out the same day as Modern Warfare and all my friends made the right choice and I made the wrong oh, choice oh yeah okay yeah. so that's yeah. why I have that there's, there's a bitterness right. yeah. but my issue is that they're doing all these remasters but then just making it the exact same game as it was before. Yeah. I'm like, if you're going to take out an old gem, polish it, you know? Add some some new missions, some new levels, some new characters, add a, a, some extra multiplayer options. Even just, even just to spruce it up in terms of its looks, one of the things I was most impressed about, although it was still very janky, like I'm surprised it didn't do that, but Bluepoint, our uh, publisher or developer right now that just remake old games. That's kind of their their jam at the minute. But they did a remastering of uh, Shadow of the Colossus, oh, and yeah. it looks fucking amazing, but still plays like a PlayStation fucking two game. It's awful, and yeah. I was like, I was like, wow, look at me playing in these like PlayStation five graphics. This is fucking amazing. And then I was like, it's still like fucking impossible to climb up onto a, a fucking. Thing and just walk yeah. around with it like you know like did, did you watch that nintendo direct um that went there uh, a couple of months ago like yeah yeah, weeks, yeah like five weeks like in that i think the only th games i saw that they had mentioned were uh paper mario the thousand year door great game amazing game super mario rpg great game fantastic game and then tales of symphonia like great game fantastic game but but all three of those games were made like 20 years ago yeah and they were great games then that I wouldn't touch now, yeah. you know? And, like, even if they're releasing them as a remaster now, I'm like, that was a great game then, and that's why I played it then, you know? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to wait 20 years to play <laughs> to it again. To play it again, you know? Yeah. And like, it looks the exact same, it plays the fucking exact same. Like, I'm not, like, Xbox Game Pass. I get it day one, yeah. and I play it day one, and I got all of those games day one. And, and I love them to bits, but they are not good games in today. 2023. And that's the thing as well, I mean, because and it, it's a fucking cheap book for those who are just mega fans whatever else but you look at what the potential remakes have Final Fantasy 7 remake is a perfect example of like taking this game do it right and yeah. like here's a modern iteration of this game in mm -hmm. all aspects do you yeah. know what I mean um, but yeah instead and there's people like oh it's not like the original play the original yeah, you know? yeah. Like, that's, that's what exists. it's for yeah. you know yeah like, Damn. Damn. no, it's just a massive one because like we had already this year we had Advance Wars Dual uh, Dual Strike? No, oh, Dual Strike uh, is the next one, but one and two reboot camp, yeah. and they just copied and pasted yeah, the they game. Did, yeah. I even gave them credit initially for having one and two in the same package, but the Japanese release of the game originally had both one, one and two, two in it. And so they lose that to, bonus. I'm yeah. taking that away. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then you had Tales of Vesperia, which was an old 360 game. And that was a fantastic game. You get it for the 360 or the PlayStation 3. had some extra content. So I was like, oh, crap, I want the PS3 version. But now they're re-releasing the GameCube version, which is called Tales of Symphonia, which came out before Vesperia. But now they're releasing it as a remaster after. And it's going to be only as good as it was originally. So now we're getting a digital remake of a game from 10 years ago, followed by a digital remake of a game from 20 years ago. So people who played Vesperia will be like, oh, I can't wait to play Symphonia. 
wait a minute, why is the gameplay 10 times worse? Like, what's going on here? How, like, yeah, I'm sorry, the graphics we so bad? We didn't like, do anything to improve this game. We've just, nothing. you know... Nothing, especially, and they even released them in the wrong order. Like, yeah. idiots, you know? Release Symphonia first, at least, and then Vesperia, so it looks like it's leveling up. Not the better game graphically, and then, you know... <sighs> Just so dumb and so stupid. Like, Tales of Symphonia, the remaster, is not going to sell, despite it being, for me, the better of the two games. Yeah. But now, if you judge them equally, Vesperia is way better. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, but they were they released five years apart. And so the GameCube version like of Symphonia was fantastic. Yeah. The 360 version was fantastic. But this Symphonia remake is going to fall apart because it's got nothing new. They just you don't. Know? So that's what they did with Advance Wars. Paper Mario, like all you need to do is, okay, in Paper Mario, the Thousand Year Door, I don't know if you played it, you should, it's great. And if you haven't, then that is maybe a reason to go back and do it. But in that game, you could own, like you had about 10 different companions. In the way in Final Fantasy yeah. VII, they're, they're just throwing new characters at you. Yeah. So it's always annoying if you like the character because in every new mission, you got a new one. And then you're like, well, obviously you have to have use to try the new character, right? Least, yeah. But you only had Mario and then your one companion, you know? I'm like, how easy would it be to remake that game and just have the additional characters in the fight with you? You know, have yeah. three or four, you know, and then just make the combat a bit more difficult. That is a minimum touch that would, like, massively improve that game. Just yeah. have the, the bad guys do it's, three it's, times it's the damage. It's too easy, Craig, to you know? just give us the exact same fucking thing and charge us money for it again. It's just way too like, fucking why easy. Why would a game developer and it's, be okay with that? And it's, like, we, this is your passion. Yeah, man. absolutely. And this is... But, it, I, like, is it is it developer's choice? Is, the, is it no, the... No, and know? I shouldn't gripe it. But if they're given a the project, yeah. then they should try to do more. Absolutely. You know? And, like, we are living in the world... Uh, we're living in a time where open... You know, and, and I guess maybe things will be a bit different now that the PlayStation 5s and the Xbox Series X and S's are, are, are more, more readily available and everything but for the past like five to six years it's been remake city yeah and or sorry remaster city because yeah, people are remaking, yeah, they're not, people are remaking these games a yeah. slight polish of graphics the worst, which you can't even prove the worst of it as well was that Red Dead Redemption announcement and everybody thought it was going to be um, Red Dead Redemption the first one re- remade like mm-hmm. you know in modern day graphics yeah. but it's literally a port it's a port of a 10 year old game do you get they, the zombie mode in there you get the zombie mode in there at least that's, you know, that's some savior but it's a release of a game that's 10 years old that they didn't even up it for 60 fps or make it even th- th- that much cleaner it's just hey we've given this to you we've done nothing to it 10 years later yeah. and not not only is like hey like, like at least with tales of symphony i'm assuming they're coming out for I mean, I don't know if any price is reasonable, but I'm assuming they're coming out for a reasonable price. Yeah. Whereas this fucking thing's $50 I know. for this game is 10 years old. We have to just hope that it fails miserably. Yes, people just don't like, buy it. Because I always felt that growing up, like unless you got a games magazine or were in the know, you would buy your games just based on the box art. You know, yeah. don't judge a book by its cover. But yeah. people were judging video games by their covers. So they'd just be like, oh, let's get this SpongeBob game. Yeah. But like, I think it was, wasn't it said that after they made E.T., the movie, someone got the rights to the video game and oh, on they, purpose oh, yeah. made the worst thing possible. Well, I just mean, knowing it would make money. We know? did an episode ages ago about how that almost crashed the entire video game yeah. industry because people lost all faith in video but that games. But so, that is still kind of how it's being done because yeah. not everyone looks The industry is safe now. So people think it's okay to go and fucking know, throw trash we're, out we're there. Danger like, of going back to that time yeah, yeah, where yeah. people are just buying a game because they're like, "Oh, Red Dead, that was great." You I'll know? buy it again. I'd yeah, love to play it again. You know? Assuming it's going to be better, but and it's then, just not. But the people who made it are fine with you buying it, realizing it's not what you thought, and being angry about it. Yeah. But they already have your money, yeah. and that's what they're they're betting on. Oh, you know? that's, that's a real gripe right there. Greedy, Isn't that massive? Greedy, it's just, 
shameful yeah yeah just yeah. just just be in love with what you do and, and make it nice for everybody for god's sake um i guess we'll we'll maybe throw a, a one last gripe in each before we finish up this episode okay this time's fly I've, yeah i'll yeah, yeah. I, really, really I knew it'd be so easy when you're griping <laughs> so i just like ah rant venom oh, we have, to have some, some more gripe yeah. episodes um i think i'm gonna finish on one that um <laughs> Yeah, I've I've recently gotten into uh, when I say gotten into I've been playing. You, you you'd like this actually because I can explain some of the things about it. I got into Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis, downloaded it, the mobile game. Oh, the mobile game. Okay. Yeah, and you'll be happy to know that nothing can be spoiled on me and ba- you know for the for the future of the the remake series because you can only go so far into the game before they're releasing the next chapter. But I thought so, all of the original game was at, at the did, beginning. Did, it's locked for me anyway. At the oh, minute. is it? Yeah, Even I only you got paid for it. Uh, it hasn't given me an option to pay for it. Oh. But speaking of paying for it, that's where my gripes go, man. Yeah, go. Mobile games and they fuck literally slapping you in the face every time you turn that on with like, just buy this shit, buy all of this shit, yeah. keep buying this shit. For God's sake, buy this stuff. And I would rather that I was saying to myself, oh, Ever Crisis, I'd love to play that version of a remake or remaster of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. I'll pay ten or fifteen quid for that mobile game and then leave me the fuck alone. Let me play my game. But I play it and some missions, you go out and you run around and some missions are like three minutes long. And every time you finish a mission, you come back and it's nothing but like menu pop up, buy new offer, 20 million crystals for 19.99. And I'm like, I don't want any of your shit go away from me. Like, you know, but it's, it. you are hounded yeah. in that game. And like, you know, I wouldn't mind it so much if the missions were longer that I could like hop on. I'm, I'm going to do one mission for 20 minutes here. And yeah, okay, fucking spray me with all your, your money bullshit. And then I'm going to stop playing just, for the rest it, of the day. It's quick it's, fun followed by immediate slot oh machine. Oh my God. Junk. And the UI is, I mean, hats off to the UI designers, but the UI does, design of the the menus of that game is like everything leads you to oh you like the look of this thing oh you you gotta pay for that thing. <laughs> you like the look of this thing oh, oh come on for this menu yeah you gotta yeah. pay for this thing there's too. another another gripe you have that could ruin the industry again because i mean microtransactions free to play. i mean fortnite is still fucking huge isn't it like yeah and like the thing about it is is the free to play model makes a lot of sense i don't mind um and in fairness I, I shouldn't gripe too much about ever crisis because i don't have to pay to win on that game I think, you know, because all of these, I mean, it's thrown in my face and I wish they would just back off a little bit because no. if I want to buy a costume, I'll go and buy Imagine a costume. Imagine a kid playing that. Like, exactly. There's it's, no, it's there's, just they'll just be shiny shit. line and sinker. There's shiny shit and they've it. got the yeah, credit card number in their pocket. They like, don't have the resistance. The family's doomed. To, yeah, yeah. To, to, to defend against that thing. type of stuff. Like. Yeah, and like, so like the free-to-play thing I, I respect as a, as, a, as a business model, as a concept because you're like, hey, you buy all these aesthetic things and you make a character look the way you want, great. But if you're in a situation where in order for me to, to continue playing this game in such a way where I'm competitive or or still capable of finishing it that I have to pay money, that's where I'm like, no, I'm at the fucking door. Good night. And Ever Crisis has been, it's been fun playing it, but so many times where I'm like, I finish a mission and then immediately pink crystals and all this shit shining on my face. I'm like, oh my God, fuck off. Like, yeah. So mobile games, because I've played a Mario Run. It was one of the first mobile games I got into a long time. It was a couple of years ago. But after every level in Mario Run, it was like, buy a box of gold coins for nine ninety nine, and i was like no 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 that's my last gripe oh, craig that's oh, last gripe mobile oh, games okay. i've got a less annoying one to kind of uh, gripe about one cool. that like will make you maybe a little bit pleased because you always seem to like look out on this type of stuff but it's when we get a new console yeah you know and we'll always get the black 
or the white version of the yeah. new console. Never the Mario Kart bundle. Never the oh, Smash Brothers bundle. Great. Never the yeah. Halo bundle. Never yeah. the GTA. We never get anything that looks and you, cool. You, your gripe you know? that's about to come now, you and me, because of the type of people we are, we suffer this gripe. So I've never, ever gotten yeah. a cool-looking console ever in nope. my life because I always get it day one. Yeah. <laughs> I think, and that's the thing as well, is that... Um, uh, there's, there's so many cool looking looking things the only time i've ever succeeded in that was i had a playstation 4 for years and never had i didn't really have the money at the time when the playstation 4 pro ps4 pro came out and i just waited for ages and i was like i oh, don't really need it or whatever else and then the limited edition kingdom hearts ps4 pro came out and i was like i'm selling all my shit yeah. but that and was I'm only worthwhile for like what two years yeah it maybe? was <laughs> but i mean i still i i it looks so nice that i use it as a almost like an ornament or, ornament in, in the gaff do you know what i mean it, yeah. it sits there being like that looks lovely and it, it is awesome but i mean there should have been one of them at launch you yeah. know it didn't have to be a slam just a kingdom hearts and it's thing, interesting you know? because there's some games that like zelda was the launch um title with the switch and yes you got your zelda bundle but it you never got no, your Zelda Switch. They never did that. With Tears of the Kingdom, they had loads of that shit. You yeah. Know? Only because the Switch, but, now, but like, yeah, yeah, it's no. like, if you're going to manufacture I think it's, thing, it must be a choice they do because they're like, no, no, we enough people are going to buy it at launch that we don't need those same people who want the nice one. They mu- th- Those special editions are probably, they've marketed to go mainly after people getting a second one and not a first one. You know what getting I mean? a second one or not like people who are you, who are like you and me. Cause I mean, I was, I was fishing for a PS like that was my, that was my breakfast, lunch and dinner. I was trying to find a PS five. Do you know what I mean? When it yeah, released, I was, I was yeah, yeah. doing everything I could to get one. And that's just the type of people, the gamers, I think that you and yeah. me are. That if you got a new Switch, like the moment the Nintendo Switch 2 comes out, I'll be there day one to get it. But there won't be a fucking nice looking Switch 2 for me to buy. Yeah. I'll have to wait ages until I get my like, Smash Fuck. Brothers Wonders or whatever well, no, else box. I should clarify, when I get a console, it's not necessarily day one. It's whenever that first game that I have to play it comes out. It comes of course, out, yeah. You know? And I'd be the same. Sorry, because I, I knew... Um, yeah. Actually, no, in fairness, I just got it for the um, the Astrobot game, knowing <laughs> that great games are going to come out. I got my it, like, PS5 you know? for Cyberpunk, and then it, it, came, it turned out to not be complete, and yeah. then I was delighted to have it for um, Horizon. Yes, know? yeah. Kind or of no, what? it was the Final Fantasy PS5 DLC. Yes. I was like, no, when that releases, and I just have to have it. Integrate as a whole collection, because you got the, 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 the normal 7 remake, just in better-looking graphics as well. Oh, so good. Um, yeah, a fine a fine gripe. I like that one. That's a fun gripe. That's yeah, a fun gripe it's because more like, I'm I just love... like, oh, it, just, it sucks that I don't have this uh, console. Yeah, but... I mean, I would have loved the Luigi's Mansion GameCube. Do you know what I mean? That'd be great, yeah. yeah. That would super... And that was the launch game for the GameCube, so yeah. they could easily have done it like yeah. a nice little a spooky spooky looking one that yeah. I take it every Halloween being like, look at my scary games console but no yeah they don't fucking do that no we gotta wait as if i have the patience to wait for a fucking before i buy immediately but craig that's been our gripes episode oh thanks very much darren i'm actually be able to be quite nice now for a couple of weeks i think i got a lot out of my system there you've gotten a lot of the rage well if you're if you're interested in listening to more content from me and craig we're gonna go after this and sit into our our video game character battle royale that we've been prepping in our post show and you can check that out at patreon.com forward slash gifted gaming craig thank you so much for joining me for this gripes we're gonna have to have another one i i mean i didn't hit on some of my gripes here and there'll probably be more gripes that i can think of as well anyway so yeah we'll do another gripe let it build up a little yeah, bit yeah, so yeah. That, like once <laughs> i'm about to explode we can just have the episode yeah yeah, again. yeah. If, we, if rebirth comes out five five seven rebirth comes out and it's awful we'll we'll don't, get our gripes don't, <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, no. it'll All be right. great yeah it'll be great and uh, thanks for, for joining me craig and to our listeners out there as always keep enjoying the gift that is gaming peace out